0: Well, hello friends, I hope everybody's doing well today. Today we're gonna talk about money and what we tell ourselves about money. Some people think money's wonderful, some people think it's terrible. Most of the time it has kind of a negative uh, energy around it, especially from people that don't feel like they have enough. That's what we're gonna talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to That Was Then This Is You, where women in midlife share stories, build confidence, and upgrade their style. Here's today's episode. Hi friends, I'm super excited to talk about this topic today. Money is one of those things that you feel like you only want to talk about it with the people that are closest to you, because good or bad, we all have some strong feelings around money. And I wanted to talk a little bit today because I've been through some negative energy around money, um, right after my divorce, and just a lot of things that had happened. I was in a position where I—it was something new for me. You know, I had to figure everything out. You know, got married young, so doing all of uh, the things that I needed to do and and understand and know about—it was just a difficult time, and it always just felt like scary time and the fear every day came up because that there wouldn't just be enough and when I think about that today and I think about all of the conversations about money mindset I realized oh my goodness I really was putting all of this negative energy around money and there really wasn't an issue because at the end of the day I knew that whatever I was going to have to do to make it happen, I would always do. There was a point where I had three jobs. I had a interior design consulting business that I did freelance. So I would take like consultation appointments and go to people's homes. I would do that on my lunch hour from my first part-time job. And then I would do that. And then I would drive 30 miles to go to my other full-time job I literally had a part-time a full-time and this um, this business that I was doing and yeah I was running myself ragged but I knew that I don't know it just like it wasn't it was scary but it wasn't wearing me out because I knew that I just had to do what I had to do and it was fine now you don't want to live like that all the time I mean obviously I didn't want to live like that all the time that whole time I was trying to figure out what's a better answer here. What can I do next? And I knew that I would get to a place where I wouldn't have to do all three of those things on a work day or in my life. But in thinking about money and the the way I see it now, um, I just look back and I, I feel bad for that person. And yet I'm proud of her at the same time because I can say that that there was a lot of fear around it, but I didn't really um, resent it, and I think that that's what happens a lot of times when we don't have enough, and we think to ourselves, money is just like this elusive thing if you don't have enough, and it's just like, what a pain, I can't do the things I want to do, and trust me, there is a part of me, you know, that feels that way, but I have a whole different mindset now, and I... I think that there's an expression that people um, I've heard lately that uh, says that money is neutral but whatever you are it makes you more of that and I totally believe that that is actually what the feeling should be Um, I don't want to anymore and I'm not anymore that person that thinks oh because someone has a lot of money they don't have as many stressors or problems and therefore that makes them a person that just cannot relate to the struggles of someone else. Um, That's not true and I I know that it's tempting to do that but I do myself think about how having more money could give me so much more opportunity but in, in regards to other people I don't feel like it makes them bad or it makes them uh, uncaring or uh, unable to relate. If they're a person that can relate to you and they always have been able to and all of a sudden they come into a windfall, they'll still be able to relate to you because that's just the kind of person they are. If they were a jerk before they landed their windfall, they're going to be a jerk now. So, um, That's that's kind of like it in a nutshell as far as um, my core belief right now is that money doesn't really do anything to you, but it does, I think, amplify um, the characteristics that you have. So there are three things that I used to think about money and I don't think them anymore. And I wanted to talk about that today because I want this to reach anyone who has felt you know, any one of these things or all of these things, because I think it's important, especially in midlife, that we make a switch. One belief is that wealthy people are uh, selfish, in a sense, Um, that the whole desire to have wealth means that they're only thinking about themselves. Again, this is probably true if that person is selfish in the first place. But if a person is generous, in the first place, and then they end up becoming very wealthy, um, they're not going to just become selfish because they attain that wealth. Most people that have that generous nature will see it as sort of an opportunity to do more for others, not less. And if they are continually looking for ways to increase their wealth that's not a crime and they shouldn't be ashamed of it and it's definitely not selfish to me as long as someone is doing something obviously that's ethical and honest and legal and isn't hurting anyone trying to go after more money is a good thing because one thing I have learned is that money is freedom And then freedom gives you the ability to do more for other people. In my quest for becoming a person that has complete financial peace and freedom from anything that I do, I do want to continue to grow financially. The root of it is always because I want to do more for others. It isn't just so that I can hoard it and buy more things for myself. Do I want to make my own situation better? Like we talk about all of the things that you can do around your house to make it feel a little bit more representative of how you are now. Well, that's one example. You know, maybe something that I have thought that I needed to do is... I don't know, uh, get different window treatments so I could let more sun in. But I just don't want to spend that money right now. If I got to a different place, I might put that more toward the front of the list because I think letting sunlight in and letting that bright light in every day is important. And now I have the means to do it. Does that mean that I'm only going to spend money on redecorating my house and then just hoard the rest? Absolutely not. It means that it's going to give me the freedom to do some things that I've maybe put a little bit further um, on the back burner, and it's also going to give me the freedom to do other things. I want to be able to, uh, at the drop of a hat, be able to help somebody if they need it, help one of my kids if they need it, or, um, you know, co-sign for something and not fear that if, God forbid, you know, uh, something goes haywire, that I'll be... Um, you know, absolutely in financial ruin, I don't want to feel that way. So the idea that people that have money are uh, selfish, I think is true only if the people are selfish in the first place. So just always remember that idea that if you are looking at someone who maybe they're telling you their story, their road to success, um, just think to yourself, well does that person seem like they were selfish to begin with or are they really sharing a journey of scraping and grinding and being so committed to reaching that goal that now they're more of what they were which is a positive person that wants to do more and do more and do more and that's definitely what I want to do um, you know anytime that I get to a different level financially that's my goal is to be able to do more Uh, become a little bit more charitable, uh, become a person that can get involved in things that I've always thought I want to get involved with and help in a way that will make a difference. And sadly, you know, sometimes, you know, time is the way that you can help. And right now, time is the way that I help. Um, At some point, I want time and money to be the way that I help. And then other times I might be so busy with a thousand grandkids that money will be the only way that I can help because I need to spend my time loving on those babies. So you know, to me, it's just an idea of whatever you are, it will make you more of that. So don't have a negative idea around it and don't um, make it something that is holding you back because then you are putting that negative energy around it and you will not be able to see the doors that are possibly opening because you're in such desperate, um, searching for it. You know, the second myth that I used to think about people that had money was that having money made you out of touch. And I touched on this a little bit earlier. This can be true, right? If they're a person that was out of touch in the first place, uh, you know, money doesn't just make people a certain way. Uh, can it, can it amplify the, big, the the qualities that aren't great? Absolutely, and that's what we're talking about, but it doesn't, in my belief, doesn't just change people into something else. It Whatever the person has inside of themselves, that is what it will do. So you're either the type of person that doesn't care about other people, their needs, their struggles, and you're just so out of touch and you complain about um, how the um, people that cleaned your yacht uh, didn't do a great job to somebody that is living paycheck to paycheck. Well, that makes you uh, an out of touch dumb uh, dumb. I mean, honestly, like know your audience, right? Um, but that person didn't just become out of touch. They were out of touch t- to begin with. And when you think about people that throughout your life you've known them to be a little bit selfish or out of touch and you're just like, uh, why are you saying that to me? I have different issues. You know, how, how could you even say that to me? They've always been like that. They didn't just get like that because they happen to have more money than you do. You're just maybe noticing it right now because money for you is such a primary thought. So that's just really important to me. Money, um, can do so much for you to get you more in touch with others. If you're the type of person like I am, it it, it will make you more of that. You wanna get more in touch because it does give you the ability to spend more time learning about what the challenges are exactly and then having those avenues to help solve them. So having money in and of itself doesn't make anyone out of touch again they have to be a little bit like that anyway that was a little um just think of it as a little plant that was growing inside of them and then having the money just watered that and made it grow and made it really come out to the surface and then the final belief is that having money isn't for everyone it's just for some people that you get to a point, especially if you're a woman in midlife, and let's say that you are a single-income household right now for whatever reason, um, it's a very limiting thought to think that I'll just never be one of those people. And granted, it is always more difficult when it's just one person's uh, income running a household, and maybe it's going to take a little bit more creativity for you and. Uh, courage, and you gotta just get uh, very assertive in finding like a new inroad and um, you know, reaching out to people. But having money in and of itself isn't just for some people. When you think about all the people that you know that have tons of money or even just like an abundant amount, right? They have a nice retirement account and they have uh, money in the bank and they don't have to worry about what day they buy groceries. Um, You know, they're not just all smarter than you. They didn't um, do things better necessarily than you did. Did they have opportunities that weren't available to you maybe but you might have others that aren't available to them are they necessarily more talented again not necessarily and if they are in one area you may be much more talented in another area so we all have gifts and they might all lead us to an avenue to create more wealth for ourselves but those people that have the wealth it's not just because they are the ones that are supposed to and you're not everybody has a way but it is incumbent upon us to really find out what that way is in today's world I mean if you have access to a computer you can get really scrappy and get your own self in the game you can definitely reach out to someone you admire that you maybe even five or 10 years ago would never have dreamed of being able to connect with. But some person that you really admire and start a conversation and just say, I love what you're doing. What, what are the things that I can do just right off the jump here that can give me a start into something similar like what you're doing? There's just so many ways to do that today. You can take a course on just about anything that you love. You can show your gift to the world in some way on a variety of different social media platforms and then just remind people of it every day a little bit. Don't, don't just saturate everything with your greatness, right? You're reminding people what you can do for them with this gift that you have. There's always somebody that needs what you're doing, and sometimes it takes a minute, uh, but they're out there, and there has been no easier time than the present to get there. You don't have to climb up the ladder in your work place in order to get ahead. Those days are kinda gone. Um, I talked to my millennial daughters, and in my day job, I, do HR and I do a lot of interviewing and a lot of young people have just such an inflated idea of what a starting salary should be you know in our age group we we thought you know maybe 35 was good 40 was good now they walk in they want 80,000 right out of college to to do your social media and so and they know that in their mind that's a big thing that a lot of people need and if they don't feel that they need it right this minute they're going to and so they put a really high value on themselves not only that they put a high value on their time and because of that that attitude that sometimes I think is so snotty and so um, vain I think at the same time they are putting a high value on themselves and good for them And they're also putting a high value on their free time and their social time and good for them. So you don't have to do money the same old traditional way that we've always known, especially in midlife. You can do it in a number of different ways. It's there for all of us. Anybody can get it. You just have to get creative. I remember when I was looking for jobs, different things that I could do in conjunction with my other job, I typed in skills that I had that I enjoyed. Let's say for example, you love data entry and you are just that person that could just sit at a desk and do data entry all day, right? I No judgment here. If you type that into a job search, thing you're going to find a lot of things that have those keywords right and then you're going to see some things that are part-time maybe somebody just needs that done on the weekend maybe somebody needs two days a week and maybe there is a way to work that into your other job and think of it as a way to you are really like channeling into your spirit because you know that by doing this it's going to lift something from you and it's going to open some energy that has been buried in you because you have let a feeling of lack kind of overtake your mindset. So we all need to get a little bit better about changing our mindset around money, I definitely have. And I can tell you, it has really changed my life. I don't live in that fear anymore. Because honestly, I don't know who said the story about maybe it was uh, Jen Sincero in one of her books. But like, if you had have to get money together, like if you had to have $1,000 tomorrow, to do something to help one of your kids or whatever, right, you'd figure out a way to do it. You'd figure out who to call, um, who, you know, who to reach out to, what you could do, what, what needs to be done, right? So we know that if we really push ourselves and give ourselves that little push and that little maybe uh, nudge to get off the same track that you're on, we know that it's there for us to find, but we get very comfortable in the idea that it isn't there, that it's only there for some people. Like I said, that, that, idea that it's not for everyone or that, you know, we're afraid that maybe it might turn us into selfish people or I don't, you know, I don't want to be that person because I know how out of touch they are and I just, I'm fine with just living paycheck to paycheck. Well, that's not fun, guys. It's not fun. If you, if you love that, well, then that's great. But I just want to encourage you, no matter what your financial situation is, to just remember money is neutral. Its power of good and evil only lives in the person that's holding it. So know yourself, believe that if you work to bring money into your life, you'll be able to make positive changes because you are not a negative person. You will use that money to be a positive person and make those changes. So I see money very differently than I have in the past. To me, it isn't selfish unless I'm selfish. It is out there for me and anyone else. And if we work hard in a positive way and respect it, it can do great things for us and for others. And in that sense, it gives us freedom. And to me, that's just the bottom line. Money equals freedom. And it isn't just my own freedom, let's say, to um, just pay bills and do whatever I want. It's freedom to do those things that you always imagined yourself doing to help other people. And now you have the ability to do it. It just takes a little bit of creativity. And to me, those are really, really great reasons to go after it. So if you have any kind of negative energy around money or any question about being worthy, I hope this has encouraged you a little bit to think of it it differently and see yourself as a channel for it. And just open up your mind and, and get creative about some small area that you can pursue that might open up and stir those juices up to even do more that can help you get to that position. So I hope that helped today, change a little bit of money mindset. I want to take this opportunity also to, if you haven't heard of our community, the Minted Midlife Community for Women in Midlife, it just launched on March 8th. It's super, super exciting. You can find it at marylega.com slash minted midlife. So this is a membership community. We have a new course each month that I'm gonna drop in and it's about an hour to 90 minute course and it's gonna be on different topics. So confidence building, self-doubt, health, your body in midlife, dealing with past guilt, regret, shame, our relationships in midlife, whether it be our um, you know, significant other relationship or other friendships and uh, family relationships, personal style and home style. So the course is something that you can just log into and take at your own pace. There are beautiful worksheets and journal pages that go along with it. And then once a month, I do a live Zoom call and we do an online group coaching session on that month's topic. And so while you have had time to kind of work through the topic of the month and write in those uh, worksheets and answer those questions and kind of sit with it, then I'll come on and we'll talk together about any questions that you'll have. And I'll go over all of my little tips that I've learned in life coaching and NLP. Practitioning and then we can really kind of get to the root of those issues and then like I said each month we have that course and then we do about an hour live zoom call you can um, access me via a member question portal so you can send questions to me 24 seven and then once a month I'll be coming on live. Uh, doing a little minted Monday inspirational call for more thought work around the topic. And if you're in minted midlife, you get private one-on-one coaching with me at a special rate for the members. So I just want to encourage you to take a look. Um, A lot of the topics are just so, so timely and the tips Um, and the exercises that I have you do are just so helpful and so useful, and I enjoy it so much. Um, I'm going on this midlife journey with you, friends, and um, having a community where we can share these uh, thoughts and these feelings is just, to me, it's beautiful. It's what uh, being a woman, and, and womanhood is all about just helping each other and really getting these things out on the table so we don't feel like we're the only ones going through it. So I want to invite you to uh, check out Minted Midlife on the website, and that is a wrap for today, ladies, and I will see you next time.